Hi, this is Judy Carter. I'm with the fabulous Jason Medberry, and you're listening to the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. Hey, Jason, you know, some um, of uh, our listeners have asked me, who the hell is this Jason Medberry? <laughs> Is he a comic? No, no, no not, not so much. Is he, can, where can we see him perform? Mm, not so much. Nope. Uh, and well, uh, is he? Uh, is he your boyfriend? Oh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did meet him on Craigslist. There you so go. We'll start. We'll start right there. Uh, right there. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Well, if people want a little bio about me, I just uh, I run a uh, production company out of Los Angeles called TMB Creative Inc. And uh, yeah, so I kind of work behind the scenes in production and creative work. Uh, pretty basically anything digital creative uh, my company does, and I just have a, just a massive amount of experience working with coaches and speakers and consultants and business owners and also entrepreneurs and small business and large business, uh, creating <laughs> creative content and. Uh, and also sort of, uh, you know, training folks on on all sorts of different aspects of not only, you know, creative elements for their work and for marketing and advertising and internal creatives for their own stuff, but also <laughs> everything. Yeah, pretty much pretty much everything. Also things in like workflow and management and and it just, you just name it. So, uh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, what you are in one word. Mm. I know that was that was long winded yep. because you do so much. But you are a manifester. Yes. That's going to be that's that's what I see because, you know, you're the ultimate creative guy um, because you help people like myself who can be all over the place, all over the place. Like I got this idea and that idea and this and that, and we're gonna do everything. And and you're the guy who his. Um, you, and we've done so much on oh if you gosh. look to past podcasts of how to organize things. And Jason is a guy with a very strong left brain who has a complete understanding of us right brainers and knows how to help us manifest what we do. Yeah. And it, But you can't have him. He's mine. <laughs> I really like that that term manifester because what I used to call myself was an executioner. That's what I used to call myself, which was basically if you had something that needed to make that you wanted to make happen, I could execute on it and make it happen. And but I think manifester is a much better word because, yeah, there's been a lot of projects, a lot of people I've worked with where we've literally taken an idea from nothing into something, uh, whether it's like an entirely new business. That's, that's your website, Jason. I will take. A nothing into something. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, oh I'll God. take it. I'll take it. Um, you take that. You deserve it. But and what are we talking about today, well, today on the power you know, of purpose? Well, one of the things, like right in our description, it's doing what you love. And one of the great things about doing work, especially in the creative field, for what you love, is you sometimes really want to share it with people. And that goes beyond your audience. I'm not talking about, you know, doing jokes in front of a crowd or, or the audience that ends up ultimately reading your book or looking at your art or reading your screenplay or whatever it may be. Sometimes you just want to share what you've done 
with your inner circle, with the people around you, your spouse, your your family members, your roommates, you know, things like that. But <laughs> that can be very tricky for a lot of creatives because there's a lot of landmines in sharing. Now, some of them are justified landmines and some of them are sort of unjustified landmines. But uh, on this episode, we're going to kind of dive a little bit deeper into sharing just kind of sharing as a creative. And I wanted to give some folks, because uh, I just got back from an event uh, recently, and uh, this topic came up, and some really good ideas and some really good thoughts came out of that group. And I wanted to share some of those thoughts with uh, with our listeners, because uh, a lot of this stuff is, is very good, especially for creatives who have experienced any type of like loneliness in their work, which is probably 100% of them. Uh, because in creative, there's a lot of times where you just have to work entirely by yourself. It's you and a blank page, you and a blank oh, computer screen. Yes, and yes. it's just the worst uh, for some. I love a blank page, but unfortunately, you can't scale from a blank page. You can only start with a blank page. Uh, so I love a blank page. I wish every project I did started from a blank page. But that's <laughs> Well, not- here's the thing. Here's the thing is that those of us who work alone or we're writing alone all or even if it's a joke that we created and then we tell it to another person or we have a person someone read our script and I know so many people who get something negative mm-hmm. reaction and they tear it up they throw away they 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 never they don't do it again it stops them cold someone else's reaction we give it so much weight and Mm. it can be a disaster absolutely i would say for every finished creative project that exists there are maybe a thousand that got completely destroyed quote unquote in the womb because of one bad word one negative comment, even just like the look on someone's face. Like if you say something that you're super excited about, you share it with someone, especially someone you love and care about and respect, and you share it with them and they just kind of go, huh. You know, that's when, when you get that, that simple phrase, I think the, the, just the simple (laughs) or, or the phrase like, Oh, how nice for you. Those two phrases have probably killed more creative content out there than any no from like a producer or an agent or anything like that. Um, yeah. and, and you're exactly right. We put too much weight uh, into those types of comments. You know, so our- I want to hear. I want to hear the tips because yep. we all know the downside. We've all had that experience of being um, you know, crushed by someone's mm. comment. And even if it was just like, huh, okay, yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Like even, yeah, even yeah. if it's like yeah, that. that's the worst. Like the worst is that mid level cut where it's not good, it's not bad, it's just like, huh, hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what? How do we? How okay. do we? How do we do it? I mean, because we have to at some point share what we do, get feedback. I mean, that's part of the process. Well, I wouldn't say you have to share. I mean, definitely feedback, professional feedback is necessary. But let's talk about early stage, early on, before you start anything. You need to remember that your your idea, your creative project, whatever it is in whatever field it is, and this covers everything, when it is born, it is literally that. It is born. It is a little baby. 
It is vulnerable to everything. It is vulnerable. It is weak. It cannot stand on its own. It has no power. And you are the only thing in the world that is protecting this little creative idea. So you need to do as a parent does and protect that idea. You need to build it a little nest. You need to sit on top of it and protect it from the elements. You need to keep it warm. You need to let it gestate over time and give it the opportunity to grow. I, I love that imagery. Yeah. I love that. Well, this is this is this is how how ideas get murdered way too early way too early they go i got this great idea and they go to someone who is not the audience for the idea before the idea has ever had a chance to breathe and grow and they you know they vomit the idea on somebody and that person goes eh, i don't know and it's like you, know, you might as well just take a brick and drop it onto the idea and kill it right then and there oh it killed the baby exactly so <laughs> So the first tip is, is when your baby is first born, and I guess we'll just use this metaphor throughout, is you have to protect it. You have to keep it sheltered and away from things. In other words, you don't need to share anything besides the fact that you just had the baby. So you can share if you're someone who needs, you know, just just some sort of positive feedback, some sort of, you know, you have to share what it is that you're doing in order to, to be inspired to go further. You can share the fact that you've started something. You can share, yeah, you know, I'm professionals working on Professionals do things. that. Yeah. I've heard professionals go, hey, what are you working on? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm working on saying, oh, what's it about? I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm not ready to tell people. So I think people who understand that the, how fragile mm -hmm. the creative process is um, understand that notion. Yeah. And that's why they Phrases do it. No, I tell hear me all about the time it. No, like, I'm not going to. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not ready to be shared. It's still in the brainstorming phase. It's still gestating. I still have, I have, it's still percolating. All those little phrases, use those. Keep people away <laughs> from the baby. The baby is still susceptible to a lot of stuff. So that's your little baby. Keep it protected. As you work Love on, that. As you work on it, the baby starts to get stronger. The baby starts to take up its own space. And, 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 you know, especially if it's like a rough draft of a book or new jokes or whatever, it's going to start having a little bit of strength to stand on its own. But even then, you don't just, you know, the, maybe the, the moment the baby learns how to sort of walk, you don't push it into traffic and be like, figure it out. Yeah. No, you still <laughs> have to give it time. Also, you have to be very guarded about who gets to visit your baby, okay? There are lots of people out there who will never be good for your baby. And, yeah. when, and people who are just starting to pay attention right now, we're talking about your creative baby, not your actual baby. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. are people who you need to, to keep away from your baby. There's going to be people who just inherently don't like babies, they don't like new ideas. They don't like creative stuff. There's jealousy. There's, you know, or they don't understand what your baby is. What is that thing? I don't know what that is. What is they? And, right. they, and they'll begin to question. So if you would never let any of those people near your baby. Now, sometimes those people are people you know. If your mom knows absolutely nothing about stand-up comedy, she probably should not be around your comedy baby. Right. I'm thinking about for my book, my very first book, and with an agent saying, like, uh, nobody wants to learn how to become a stand-up mm, comic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, God, what a terrible phrase that was. You know, it's, it's one of those things to where you have to be super – you have to be the, the – 
the absolute helicopter parent to your creative idea. You're not going to let anyone in to see or comment or hold that idea until they have proven that they are the right person or should be allowed in there. Because the only people you're going to allow in are people who are going to respect you and your baby's relationship, who are going to protect your baby as well and shield the baby and hold the baby properly and give the baby energy and positive reinforcement so that that baby can grow. Anyone who doesn't do that is not allowed to see the baby. They're not allowed. Okay. Okay. So you've got to, uh, now the baby can have visitors, Mm -hmm. but you got to be very careful who they are and, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and still protective. What's the next step? So the baby is now growing up, and now it's getting into an adolescent phase. It's starting to walk and move and stand on its own in a powerful way. When you sit down to work on it, it just goes because the, the preliminary stuff has been done, the base work has been done, and now you're kind of getting into flow state, and things are getting better and stronger, and the baby is developing now into an adolescent. And we all know what happens when babies turn adolescent. They turn into assholes. So (laughs) what that means is now your baby might be getting to a state where it can withstand people going, "Eh, you know, I don't know. Because it has taken on a life of itself. Now, there's still some risk. There's not as much risk as there was before. But there is still some risk now that 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 teenager is going to hear something or, or, or experience something that makes it shut down, that makes it not want to go forward. But you've put so much work into it now that those things should not matter. Would you ever tell a teenage human in real life, oh, you know, you'll never be anything. You'll never grow up. You'll never accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. No, because no, no. No, most teenagers now are super rebellious. They're like, you know, screw you. I'm going to go make it happen. You know, And that's where... Your when you start expressing it out to other people, whatever comes back at it should be able to deflect it off entirely. Oh, my God. This I'm so loving this because I'm you know, I've done my solo show. Right. Mm -hmm. And and when I first started to write it, I couldn't get it to come together. I tried other people. Some people would say one thing. I would like not work on it for three months. It Mm -hmm. devastated me. The baby was needing protection, and I wasn't giving it that kind of protection. Now I can see that. And then the baby is like a a little bit, and I got some people in there to help me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then then the baby got to be a teenager, and I can see when I brought people in that they went, well, it's not a one-person show. You need to have other actors in. And I go, well, let me try that out. You know, it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't like devastated. I went, oh, because now it's a real entity that we could try different things on exactly. it. Exactly. It's got legs now. It's got yeah. it's got its own strength. It can stand up and withstand things a little bit more. Doesn't mean it's going to it doesn't it, it's out of the realm of collapsing. It can still collapse absolutely. But now there's a little bit more resistance. There's a little bit more strength and gusto behind it to keep it going. It's a teenager, yeah. and no wonder it's costing me so much money. Exactly. It's a teenager. And so many damn headaches as well. Yeah. But You've had it around for a while now. So now we're kind of getting into the final steps. Now, the part between teenager and adulthood is usually the most dangerous part. 
The reason why is because you can start letting in so much other feedback and so much information that it starts altering what it was meant to be in the first place. And this is kind of a touch and go process. Like for your one person show, it may now just change into a play, but the heart and soul of what it is you're trying to do is still there. And the project is still going. You didn't go, I have to act with other people, throw it in a drawer, I'm done. No, you're willing because you've put all this other work, you've raised this idea into something that can stand on its own and, and withstand a little you know, storm. You mm-hmm. can go, okay, let's make a little change here. Let's change a little bit of a direction. Let's incorporate some of this feedback but, and make it but happen. But do you know what's, what's so good about this part, Jason? Mm. Is that now my teenager is more mature yep. and he has his own friends. Exactly. I don't know why it's a he all of a sudden. But, but now he has this director. He has mm-hmm. a casting director. He has actors. He has rela- – now other people have relationships Mm. with my project so it's like it's not something that's just my responsibility right exactly there's now a tribe protecting the baby not just you were you going to say that? Is that part of yeah, this well, last the one? Yeah, well, because the final, because li- after, after this is the last piece, which is the piece that everybody's trying to get to, which is when you just put it out there and it stands on its own. This is usually when the product is finished, when it goes into production, when you finally do it in front of an audience, you know, all that stuff. And yes, it's going to suffer the slings and arrows of going out and being out there in the world, but you raised it the best way you could. And now it is time to let it go, to go out there and do what it's meant to do. And the thing is, is whether it fails or succeeds from there, that doesn't matter. You raise the idea from infancy to a mature adulthood and you are letting it experience what it is. And you can I let it go. I love this. I just love this. I just want to see if I can recap this on, okay? Because okay. this is totally your thing, but let me see if I... When you have the first idea, not a good time to share it. Exactly. It's a little baby. Protect it from being influenced by other people. Yeah. You're its only protector. Yeah. People ask you, well, I'm, I'm working on something. What's it about? It's percolating. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll let you know when it uh, gets more formed. It's, it's in its embryotic state. And if you let other people in... It just might abort the idea yeah. before it's formed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the language I'm using. Yeah. Abort. Okay. Yeah. Number two, it's still a child. It's still in its infancy. It still needs to be protected. But it can relate to other people as long as you're careful of who you let in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Be very careful. Don't let in that nasty Uncle Ernie yeah. into <laughs> traumatize the project. And now the You are project- taking this, this, this metaphor to a different place, but yes. But- <laughs> yes, don't traumatize the project. Oh, now I can't even work on this project. Mm-hmm. It's been dirtied. Mm. Okay, so then we have that. Now it's a teenager. It's 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 doing things on its own. Some of the things I didn't anticipate it would do. Some of the things I I think are wrong, but it's it seems to have a life of its own. Mm. 
right? It has a life of its own. Where are you driving this project to? I didn't know I was driving it there. Mm -hmm. And you took the car? What? Anyway, and you've been in accidents? Oh, this is costing me money now. Oh, my God. But okay, this is where it's going. This is where it's going. You want me to rent a theater now? Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to get it. It costs money. And all right. But it's, 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 I got to feed it. Mm And I got to feed this project because it's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. It's, and it's happening. Also, good thing to remember at this point, this is also the most dangerous area because it could also have a, you know, a moment where the whole world just blows up in its face and it has a wildly overreactive reaction to it. So you... There's still a little bit of protection, but it's got, but it can, it can suffer some, some Yeah, some it resistance. can suffer some, but you're still protecting it. Now, yeah. it's an adult. And that means it's forming, other people are forming relationships with this yes. project. Other people are giving opinions mm-hmm. and influencing the project. But the project at its core, it's the baby, mm-hmm. the little tiny baby, that essence. The purpose of the project in the first place is there it's at the core of it Mm -hmm. because you've protected that embryonic idea and now it can it can change it can transform still holding on to what you want it to be and there's other people now who are invested in that idea going to to absolute full fruition and then, of oh course, the God. final final step is it's fully grown and you release it out into the world and whatever happens, happens. But now you can let it go knowing that you did your job as a creative by giving this idea what it needed in order to grow. And then you surrender to it mm-hmm. and it it has its own life, its own relationships. And hopefully I mean, it'll pay for your retirement. And <laughs> pay for your retirement. <laughs> Oh, my God, everybody. I, I thank you so much for this, Jason, because, I mean, it's so important to that we all as creatives, you know, honor our ideas, mm-hmm. protect our ideas, and make sure they, we give them that kind of support so they can grow up and the world can see it, feel it, and 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 it's and it's alive yeah. for your special gift go to the message of that's the message of and get your free one year subscription to the message of you university which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book a ted talk or a paid speaking career. That's the message of you.com.